0: Welcome to the Art of Personal Leadership, a Multipliers Leadership Podcast. I'm Emily James, founder and director and your podcast host. Together, we're learning to lead ourselves well so we can lead others better. So let's go. Here we are again in our our series, Leading from Hidden Places. We've been traveling or journeying through the Psalms, I should say, together. I picked six Psalms that really uh, just spoke to me in a season of life where things were uh, unpredictable, things were chaotic, things were at times, uh, it was frustrating, all of those emotions, and these were Psalms that really centered me during that time. So if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, I encourage you to go on back to the last three that we've had. Uh, We've talked about really leading from these places of intimacy, these places of being with Jesus, being centered and connected to Him, as opposed to just our function of leadership so a lot of what we talk about on the podcast has to do with how we lead and why we lead and and what we should do when we lead uh, and and I really just felt like relaunching this podcast with uh, going back to the heart of it all and really leading out of a place of being leading out of a place of being with Jesus and um, and 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 I really feel like the Psalms and, and meditating on Scripture is a huge piece to that. It helps us to just really meditate in God's truth, in God's Word, and understand the things that He is saying to us. And from that, we can begin to even see, you know, God, how am I living my life? How am I leading other people? And there's so much in God's Word that guides us in that area. In this psalm that I'm going to read to you today, so each week I read the psalm in uh, translation and then in the Passion translation, just to really hear two different perspectives and two different ways of describing a very similar passage or the same passage. In this particular psalm was one that honestly, this was a pivotal moment for me during that. uh, I shared the story in the first podcast of this series. I'm just really going through some health issues and not knowing what was going on with me. Was it something physical? Was it anxiety? Was it, uh, you know, just that was what I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. And it was a time where there was a lot of questions. There was a lot of anxiousness. There was a lot of waiting. And, uh, there was times where honestly I felt so sick I wasn't sure if I was dying. And this I, I remember this moment that I read this particular psalm that we're about to read. And it was like, God, whatever is happening, wherever my life is going in these next little bit, this promise says that you are in full control. That you have laid it out that you know the beginning from the end and that you my whole life is wrapped up in your hands you have it you've taken care of all these things already and it was such a moment for me of just really understanding and being led by trusting in God and not just the fear and anxiousness that was surrounding me so as I read it to you. I just encourage you, if you're going through that right now in your life, like if if you're just dealing with anxieties, if you're dealing with uh, worry towards the future, uh, maybe you're going through a health crisis, whatever it might be, let these words really penetrate your heart and soul today because this is the word of God. This is the truth of God. It's Psalm 138 verse 8 it says, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the work of your hands. In the Passion Translation, it says, you keep every promise you've ever made to me. Since your love for me is constant and endless. I ask you, Lord, to finish every good thing that you've begun in me. I mean, when you hear that, let me just read that first translation again. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the work of your hands. When I read that, especially that last line, do not abandon the work of your hands and even the first line the lord will fulfill his purpose for me it was this moment when i realized god no matter what the future holds there is nothing that's going to take me out too early or too soon uh, or at the wrong, wrong time like i just i needed to trust and be centered on that everything that god had prepared for me every good work. Every call, every purpose, every moment was in his hands. And there was nothing that could separate that from my life. There was nothing that could take that away from me as I stayed centered on God and his love and my trust in him. I was able to say, God, your purposes for me will be fulfilled. Do not abandon the work of your hands. In other words, God, all the promises that I know that you've given me, all the things that you've called me to do, I want to see those come to pass. And and I believe that I will, because your word says it's true, because this is a promise that I can stand in. And so even that helps us in seasons. uh, For me, this was a season where particularly I was in, you know, this health situation and wasn't sure what the future of my life, really, some days it felt like, um, held. And yet we can be in this season of waiting and maybe that's where we are where it's like god you know i i I have this passion i have this desire or i thought i'd be at this place by now and as we begin to repeat those words or even as we lead People or lead organizations or lead ministries. This can be in the back of our head. Like, why haven't we gotten further? Why are we still here? Or why do people keep leaving uh, the team that I'm leading? All these questions sometimes can surround us and we have to go back to this promise. God, do not abandon the work. You have called me here. You have placed me here. You have given me this passion. You have given me this purpose. So do not abandon the work of your hand. Your promises for me will be fulfilled. These are your promises for me. And so I trust because they come directly from God. They are gifts. They are promises. They are hopes. They are desires that come directly from Him that I will see the fulfillment of them on this side of the earth, this side of heaven, on this side, uh, in the land, what does it say? In the land of the living. And so we have to trust in that when we're in these maybe Waiting seasons, when we're going through something we never thought would be a part of our story or our life, when we're consumed uh, by crisis, when life feels overwhelming and chaotic, when we feel like every time we take a step forward, we take two steps back, we have to trust that God's promises to us will be fulfilled. This is what his word says. His love is constant and endless. His love for you. We talked about leading from God's love, understanding God's love and how that makes us better leaders. We talked about that last week. And so it's in that understanding of God's love that saying, God loves us so much, he would never want to just abandon us. He would never just want to abandon our purpose or what he's called us to do. He's not a God that walks out. He's not a father that leaves. Uh, He's constant. And even when we don't necessarily feel it or understand it, or even when we're questioning it, God is there. That's what his word says. His love endures forever his love is constant and endless in the passion translation says i ask you lord to finish every good thing that you've begun in me here's the beautiful thing god has already begun a work in you no matter where you are it's already begun it's already happening these things are going on in your life what is where you are today god is doing a work in your life and sometimes it's hard to see sometimes we don't understand it and sometimes it's hindsight hindsight is always 2020 and that's going to take a whole new meeting with this whole pandemic through the year 2020 but uh you know this is where we see the hand of god in our life and we can look back and we can say god you've been faithful before i know that you will be faithful again and i can trust in that I can trust in your promise and your word that God always fulfills it and and I love how it says that uh, that you have begun in me and the understanding that He is already working in your life. Know that today, understand that today, receive that today that God is doing a work in your life, and so often we just need to posture our heart. Around that, posture our mind towards that, posture our thoughts around this. So when those thoughts creep up that we're not good enough, we don't have enough, we haven't accomplished enough, uh, that we can begin to repeat this word God, you've already done a great work in me. God, you have a purpose for me. God, you will complete the purpose for which you have called me to. And those are the words that we can repeat. That's the truth that we live in. As we lead other people, we have a confidence in God. And that is a confidence in our purpose. That's a confidence in our call. That's a confidence in where we're leading and what we're doing. That God, you called me to this place. And so I will see the fulfillment of that calling here. So when things are tough when it doesn't go the way we thought it would, when uh, something like a pandemic happens and it throws every single plan that you have out the door, you can say, God, your purpose to me will be fulfilled. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking really about uh, what the pandemic did and to the church, to pastors, to ministry, to people, how it changed culture even. And one of the things that they were saying was, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic or you know, insert another crisis in your life, something else that maybe you're going through, something else that you have gone through. Um, And we can often ask the question, God, why am I going through this? Like, why is this happening to me? And we can get more sorrowful around that, right? Regretful around that. And what he was saying was when we shift that questioning or that perspective, we actually say, God, what, can you do now in my life that you couldn't have done before this happened? Like what is the opportunity or what are you teaching me or what are you bringing me through or what are you helping me to understand? What are you doing in my life now that whatever this is in this situation, they were talking about the pandemic, but you can think about what's going on in your life. What can you do in my life that you couldn't have done before this. I mean, ultimately God can do all things at all times, but sometimes we need to be in a certain place for change or understanding or wisdom or uh, just even testimony. And so God, what can you do in this season of my life that now makes it possible because of the season that I'm in? And when we start to ask that question, when we start to posture our heart towards that our hearts are open our minds are open to receive god's understanding to receive god's wisdom when we go approach it from the other perspective why does this happen to me and then we've guarded our heart actually from trying to understand really what God might be saying to us or what God can do. Uh, We know that God takes all things and works it out for the good of those who love him. That's what scripture says. And so we can say, God, I might not see it. I might not understand it. uh, But you have called me uh, for a purpose and I'm trusting in that I'm trusting that you're going to work all things out for my good. And so what do I need to see? What do I need to understand in this season? And that's a posture honestly that takes a perspective shift. It takes a greater understanding of who God is and that he loves and that he is there and that he is available and that he is our comforter. And you know, it's it's funny because I've been a Christian for many, many years, and it was just like, last year, I really had to come to this understanding of, do you trust God with your whole life? Like, Do I really trust God and believe that He has the best for me? That he desires to do good in my life. That no matter what is going on, he knows the beginning from the end and he is in control. And because of that, I can trust in his purpose. I can trust in who he is. And I can say, God, I don't understand. I may not be able to see, but your promises in my life, your purpose in my life will be fulfilled. You will not abandon me. And so let's just talk for a moment. As we understand that promise, as we understand this truth in Psalm 138, how, what can we do? What can we begin to do in our life to just have a posture of willingness, to have an, a posture of surrender really to God, surrender to his promise? I'm going to give you four words. The first one, is word the word of god god speaks so much to us in his scripture and when we're open to his his truth It gives greater understanding when we uh, read scripture, when we begin to understand, we understand the nature and character and who God is. We understand the promises. I mean, I'm sure I have read this scripture before. Uh, I've read through the whole Bible. I've read through the Psalms many times, but there was just this moment when I read this last summer that just, it was like a fresh new understanding of this scripture. And that's what God does through his word. This is how God speaks to us. This is how we can stand on the truth and God's promise because we find his promises in his word. So if we want to posture our heart, if we want to posture our life, if we want to have an open stance before God, part of that is really diving in. To the Word of God, write down these scriptures. Write down His truth. Uh, seek it out. Get greater understanding. Read multiple versions, and uh, just really hear God's heart for you. The second one is obedience, and and really that is a surrender. That's the trust that we're talking about of being willing to step out. It's a, it's going to take faith. It's going to feel risky, uh, but it's really leaning our heart towards God and and our life and saying, God, I'm willing to take this step or God, I'm willing to go where you've called me to go. It's not easy. We've had a lot of situations in our life, a lot of moments where we've had to be obedient to God's call and it's come with risks. It's come with a lot of having to muster up a lot of faith. And say, God, we're going to do this because we feel that you've called us to, but we don't understand it. Uh, It doesn't look like it makes sense, but we're trusting you. Obedience comes from trusting, from really believing that God's way is the best way. So how can you do that? How can you develop your trust in God? Actually, next week's podcast is a scripture on trusting in God. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, The next one is rest. We talked about this actually a couple weeks ago in one of the podcasts, but being at a place of rest is really important because it opens our heart to hear God. Uh, It opens up our heart to be to be able to uh, not always feel overwhelmed or chaotic. It, it centers us. Uh, whatever that might look like. We talked about specifically a soul rest a couple podcasts ago. But this is just a refueling. This is a really um, taking the Sabbath Removing distractions from you, finding places of silence and solitude, building community or people that you can have conversations with that just really refuel uh, and refresh your body, refresh your soul. And those things are important if we really want to have a posture or a life that's open, Uh, and trusting God in his purposes and being willing to surrender our life to him. Being in a place of rest is so important. If we're distracted, if we're overwhelmed, we feel like every day is chaotic, we won't be able to uh, fully hear God. We won't be able to uh, build up that trust because we're so consumed By other things. So operating from a place of rest is so important. And the last one is devotion. If we're gonna surrender our life to God, it comes from this place of, of devotion and adoration to God, of praises to him, of having these moments of thanksgiving and celebration, of having intimate moments with him, of building relationship with him that can be you and God alone that can be through community that can be through so many other ways to to uh, express that and to build that but it's so important if we're going to have this posture and life of surrender really trusting and knowing that God's purposes for us will be fulfilled And then it's easy to thank God. It's easy to adore him. It's easy to give us, give him our devotion because we, we understand who he is and his great love for us. His purposes for you will never go unfulfilled. He has a promise for you, each and every one. I may not know exactly who is listening and who you are, but I do know that He has a purpose and a call for you, and it has already begun in your life. He is already working things out. But we need to have a posture of surrender. We need to be willing to follow that. We need to be willing to let go of control. We need to be willing to allow God to lead us. And we do that through Word. The Word of God. We do it through obedience. We do it through rest. We do it through devotion. Operate from that place. Have that kind of surrender in your life, and you will see the hand of God work. You will see His promises in your life fulfilled. I just pray that as you hear these words, that you would understand your purpose in God. That you would understand that God has given you this promise, and I just pray that this would become over these uh, weeks and days just a revelation to you of who God is in your life and what the work is that he's begun. What is he doing in your life that you would open your heart and mind, each one of us, myself included, to come from a place of surrender, to say, God, I know your purposes for me will be fulfilled. And so I lay it before you. I lay down my life. I lay down control and I walk in your purposes for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to an episode of The Art of Personal Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this podcast today. For more information about Multiplier's Leadership, you can head to multipliersleadership.com and don't forget a new episode every Tuesday morning.